I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. to the Inspired Evolution, and it is such a treat to be here today. I cannot confess how good it is to have you here, brother. Preston Smiles, how are you today? Ooh, ooh. What's <laughs> up, my man? <laughs> Actually, that is like the reason, and now the episode's done. That was, that was the only reason I wanted Preston to <laughs> Just like I've got the you, there's a ooh, ooh. Oh, man, I'm so thrilled to have you. <laughs> Um, yeah man i appreciate it <laughs> for those tuning into preston for the first time i guess um the story kind of goes a little bit like this i'm sure he's going to enlighten us deeper into it can't wait to dive into it but um basically preston was you know he was uh, as a young as a young man you know it was about 11 um the story kind of goes that you know uh, kind of dealing with uh, drugs in the wrong crowd and you know that sort of stuff um and then his parents made a decision to switch up his demographic um and he ended up you know in a in a different in from hanging out with you know mostly black neighborhood into a mostly white neighborhood um but the, he saw the same things happening um but the trajectory of the people that he was previously hanging out with the doing the same patterns of things that they were doing was sending him to jail and now the hanging out with these different bunch of people doing the same things. They were headed to Ivy league colleges and stuff like that. Um, and so from what I've gathered is just changing that context was quite a profound realization. And since then it's just been a journey of, you know, trying to explore, you know, what our mindset, our context, our environment, and all these different things play a role in, you know, how we show up in life and who we become um, in and around that the journey has led to, he's written a book called Love Louder, which love is, you know, awesome. But um, now, and, now and Never is also another book he's written with his beautiful, um, Preston has written with his beautiful wife, Alexi. Um, and it's about, you know, bridging out from where you are to where you want to go. Really actionable book, really awesome. Um, and so in and around that, they've also created the bridge experience, which I think facilitates the content of the book really well. And it, it actually visits Australia quite a bit. So we're quite blessed to have them here. Um sharing their vibe and yeah so just a real treat to introduce you to someone that has a daily practice of play <laughs> welcome brother yes yes i appreciate that man and um being the wordsmith that i am and i know you are as well uh i just want to correct one thing yes. i was never in the in the wrong crowd there was never a point when i was in the wrong crowd uh and those people who happened to be uh, African amazing weren't the wrong people. They were the right people to help me see um, with the eye behind the eye, the real truth, the capital T truth, which is love is all there is, was, and ever will be. And the, the thing that I've come to really like be with is mm, linguistically, we build worlds with our language. Absolutely. And 
I'm, I'm constantly asking myself, what world am I building with the type of language that I'm using? Mm-hmm. And um, growing up and being in special education and uh, being labeled dyslexic and special needs, mm-hmm. um, I made up a story about myself that I was dumb, that I was stupid, that I was less than. And um, I've made it my mission to remind people, all people, of the truth of their being, to remind them that they, they, the light that shines within them is the brightest light that can possibly shine in the world. And not only is it um, a gift to the planet, but it's necessary. Mm-hmm. At this point, anybody who's listening to this podcast, and, and I want to thank you uh, in particular as well for creating the space for this, uh, but anybody who's even listening to this, you have a duty in your world, in your context, in your framework, to shine your light as bright as possible because people are freaking suffering right now. People are experiencing some of the lowest lows and we have more stuff. We have more technology, we have more stuff. And um, particularly white men are, are dying at rates that we haven't seen before. And it's because it, there's a new category uh, called deaths of despair, which is connected to suicide, um, uh, drug overdose, and essentially loneliness. Mm. And, you know, the sort of older demographic of white men and really young kids are the ones that are dying in this the most. And the U.S. and Western cultures like Australia are getting hit the hardest. And I think it's just deeply important that we all shine our light as bright as we possibly can. Um, Because we never know who at the coffee shop that you go to daily, uh, at the cubicle next to you that you work with, who needs that, that extra smile? Who needs that pat on the back? Who needs that hug that you've been withholding? Who needs that, that, that permission slip, oof, that one in itself is so ginormous. I I believe that a part of my duty here is to be a walking, talking permission slip, to be the craziest, wildest, most eccentric version of yourself. We're all weird, super weird. Yeah. Uh, It's just most, most of us hide it because, you know, we, we've been taught that it's rude to be you. And, and, you know, there's a resurgence and, and you're a part of that, brother. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for your blessings. There's so much woven into that. Um, just where you left off, like embracing your crazy is like my number one hack for like people. Like, How do I get authentic? Mm-hmm. Like, fuck authentic. Just get crazy and find your crazy. Yes. Embrace it. Love your crazy. Yes. And it just all falls into place after that. Just to, just to anchor that home. It was like when the podcast starts that you, um, that was the one sound people told me never to make ever again. And it was like, all right, I'm going to uh-huh. Every motherfucking podcast with that. So like, yes. No. yes. <laughs> um, but I really enjoy what you were saying about like uh, the light as well, because there's this inherent um, understanding that everybody has goodness inside them because, you know, there's like mm-hmm. that, there's that baseline assumption that, you know, there actually is goodness in everybody. Mm-hmm. Right? That is, you know, something you and I take for granted, but for some of those listening, it may not necessarily be the case. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, it's really deep what you shared about, you know, loneliness. Um, a lot of the work I do is with the construction industry and yeah, one person takes their life every two days um, just in that industry, in this country alone. And it's, it's really heavy. Um, but I, I really respect what you were saying initially when you, when you called me out for the language I was using, you know, the, the fact that, you know, there is no wrong. I think there's a really deep conversation to be had there. You know, it's like everything, it depends how you look at it, right? Is it servicing my growth or not? And let's talk to that a little bit, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, we, we sort of nailed it, but I'll, I'll sort of unpack it a little bit more uh, for myself. Life, as I know it, is isness. That isness, I have named God. God, in my opinion, has never made a mistake. Even, even the worst stuff that we can name on this planet has been some of the most beautiful, biggest blessings that people 
have experienced in themselves. And as somebody who's traveled into the middle of India and parts of Africa, who's seen people who actually don't have what most of us have as a, you know, just like basic needs. Mm. And to see those same people stand in their kingdom and their queendom, they don't believe they're poor. Mm. To, to actually experience someone who doesn't believe they're poor, yeah. they just don't have clean water. And then to come to a Western culture where, you know, some kid didn't get, or some, one of us didn't get, um, what's, let's call it the, you know, the, the, the job we thought we wanted, or, you know, this, we're, you're dating this guy and, and, and you think he's the one and he cheats on you or leaves you. And we, we, we act as if the whole world is coming to an end. And I was doing a video on this yesterday about how if you knew, like if you knew the size of the blessing that was on its way to you, how would you be? Mm. How, would you, how, would you, how would you stand in your body? How would you operate if you knew because we've become a society of control freaks. We're trying to figure everything out and we're clenching and trying to control every <laughs> aspect of our lives. And the, and the control comes from a deep fear, a deep-seated fear that if I, what if this is the last guy who ever loves me? Mm. What if, I, what if, what if I, I never get the chance to have a baby? What if I, you know, I never meet someone else who loves me the way that he or she did? And the thing that I remind everybody who's in a situation like that or something else is like, you think God is done with you? You think the universe has just going to stop at you? Mm. People are falling in love at 18 and 80. Mm. That, and, and the beautiful thing is, is there's 7.7 .7 billion people on the planet. And out of that 7.7 .7 billion, all of us have like swam into each other's vortex. And if, if you and I, and all of us can even be on this podcast together, right? Because like, there's like our conversation and then there's like our conversation. Whoever's listening to this, you're a part of it. Energetically, you're a part of our conversation. Mm -hmm. And if you can attract... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Us two, then you can also attract someone else. Mm. But, and here's the clincher, the future is being created in the now. And so when, once we bring ourselves back to the now and say, if I understood what God was doing, if I understood what the universe was doing, if I understood what Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, Allah was doing, moving 10 steps, 100 steps ahead of me, mm. how would I be? And if that's different than how you're being right now, then you get to shift back mm. to mm, love is all there is. <laughs> what would love do now? What is my sight not allowing me to truly see in this now moment? And what do I choose, right? Mm. Brother, thank you so much for sharing. So let's, let's take that deeper. I'd love to know a little bit more contextually where your strength in standing in that love and that expectation comes from. Was it always the case that this was, you know, of like an awareness for you or was it the case that this was something that perhaps you had and then drifted and you brought came back to or something you've cultivated over time? Um, a little bit of both, mm. you know, we're always in the dance and, and the thing to understand. And I think this is really big. I'll get to that, but I think this is really big. Yep. Um, a lot of us um, put people on pedestals that, that they don't need to be on. <laughs> and 
what happens is, is we see people in these positions and we say, oh, they must have arrived. Mm. And the reality is, is nobody arrives. You do and you don't. It's like a cosmic joke. Like I have arrived in this now moment and all is well and God is beautiful and so are you and so am I and so is everybody listening. Mm. And there's a new moment. And in this new moment, I can have heaven or hell happen in that moment. Mm. And so this, this idea that, you know, we do the work, we do the work and then we arrive is actually bullshit. You do the work and then life happens because life is always going to life. And you make decisions and choices based on the practices, your spiritual practices on a daily basis. So doing the work is not some like, oh, I went to a seminar, I wrote down some notes, I jumped around with Tony Robbins, and now I'm done. No, doing the work is, ah, I received some tools and some insights, and now I'm going to practice things, these, thing, these things and make them the center of my life and not their circumference. And I think that most people have it the other way around. They say, oh, when life is getting tough, now I'll pray, meditate, spend time in nature. Now I'll do, you know, and, and, and to answer your question, uh, I gave myself a heart condition at 25. And you know that there's a lot of things you can mess up, but if you mess up the heart, you're mm, Yeah, duh. <laughs> And uh, so, so I had to learn this the hard way, that all the stress that I was putting on my body, which is the number one killer of everybody in the Western world, mm-hmm. stress, all the stress and mental uh, sort of hell that I was putting myself through on a daily basis was actually beating my body and tearing my body down in such a way that I was going to die. And I didn't want to die with all of my dance still in me. And mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of people a lot of people right now who are sitting on the sidelines, getting ready to get ready, talking about what life is going to be like and thinking that it's just this over there process. Mm. We literally, legitimately create heaven and hell in any given moment, and it doesn't get any better. I have personally been in parts of the world that would be considered the most beautiful places on the planet. And, and in those moments, been in a funk where I could not experience or really see the beauty. And so if I, as somebody who does this all day, every day, have had that experience, then nine out of 10, there are people on the planet right now who are experiencing, they can't really see what's there. And a lot of that, not all of it, a lot of it comes from our perspective and the languaging we use on a day-to-day basis about not only ourselves, but about the world and life. Amazing, brother. Let's dive straight into that. A big part of what I often have a conversation around with some of the people that we have this conversation with is, did you stand a chance, you know, not being able to see the blessings, you know, I drive down the street here and there's a billboard, there's washboard abs. And, you know, I look around and like within a four kilometer radius, there's only like three people that look like that. And it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Do you know what I mean? And so a lot of the times that people are interfacing with like, I want to, I want to feel more love or I want to feel like this. And it's like, Hey, the isness that you referred to is totally, it's inside here, you know, and maybe there aren't yes. practices in place that tap them into that. But I'm like, hey, cut yourself some slack. Just, you know, like I'm not, I'm, I do want the pressure to be there so you transform and evolve for sure, bro. But at the same time, cut yourself some slack. Like there is so yes. much external input telling you that you're not enough, right? Yes. Huge, bro. Huge. This is the thing that I remind myself all the time. And this is one of, uh, I've read a lot of books and done a lot of courses and seminars and workshops and all of that stuff. But there's a book called Conversations with God. Mm-hmm. And um, this book changed my life. And there was a, a, a line in this book, and I think it was book one, because uh, there was like four in the series, four or five. And in book one, there was a line that said, you cannot have what you want, but you may experience what you have. And that line just annihilated me. I literally dropped the book and I was like, wait, what what bro what did you say right like what is this thing and so i'm gonna repeat it for all of you going saying the same thing i'm saying you cannot have what you want but you may experience what you have Mm. and that ladies and gentlemen is the key to the whole damn thing if i purposely 
begin to truly count my blessings. Not based on what's external, but like that I'm here. I'm actually here. And there's at least a million people that did not wake up this morning. Mm. Right? And so such a blessing. I'm here. And and there's breath. And there's there's there I like I have teeth. And mm-hmm. and if I say left arm move, it moves. And like my body is just like going nuts inside of me and trillions of cells are dancing inside of my body. And all of that is a reminder of like how beautiful life truly is. And now in this now moment, as I'm just bringing all of that up and into my space, what I'm experiencing in this now moment is what? Joy. And so I get to have more of that because the universe, God, Buddha, Allah, Krishna, Jesus always says yes. In the, in the Bible, it says it's done unto you as you believe. In conversations with God, it says you cannot have what you want, but you may experience what you have. The moment I'm in wanting, which is lack and limitation, I, let's go back to your washboard abs. If mm-hmm. I see washboard abs and I go, oh, I want that, the universe mm-hmm. says, and so it is. You get more of that. You get more of that wanting. Mm-hmm. But if I see the washboard abs and I go, huh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful that somebody is celebrating that body in that particular way. Mm-hmm. And I also bring my own awareness to that. You know, we're being programmed to believe that that's what good is. That's what good enough. That's what man is. That's what attractive woman is. Mm. And I'm not going to get um, caught in the mental virus of that conversation and come back to, wow, like I have beautiful, beautiful guts and, and intestine. I, <laughs> every time I go to the bathroom and decide to poop, poop comes out like, whoa, that's amazing. <laughs> then I just get more of that. Right, like it, it, the the really for me the the simple is is buried in the complex, mm. right? Like, like there's a simpleness of life. Like right now, I'm in the backyard in Byron Bay, and this this tree right here is like leaning over, mm. you know, and and all of us are are reaching towards the sun in some form or fashion. And mm. to see this, this, this beautiful being, right? This is beingness. This is isness in mm. a space. Like sort of blowing in the wind and like to feel the little bit of like uh, sprinkles from the rain sort of coming through. All of that is a reminder, in my opinion, of presence. Mm. right and presence can be so complex and yet it's so simple Mm. like coming back to the now coming back to the now what's here now what's here now what's in in the nowness of life because we can get so caught up projecting I, i don't know about you but i've had experiences where i've stressed myself out about something that has not even happened i literally have just made up stories about mm-hmm. like and then this is going to happen and this is going to happen and if that happens then this is happening in my body and all of that you have to figure out now <laughs> yes exactly exactly bro so then so then i catch myself and i'm like bro where are you going p where are you going what's here now is any of that here now is that actually here now or are you just bringing it here are you creating it here cuz in the now moment none of those things have existed in the now moment, if you would like to go get water, you could go get it. In the now moment, if perchance you lost everything you ever had, all you would do would be cry, maybe get angry for a little bit, and then you just make it back. Mm. You know, I recently bought like a, a, a brand new Tesla. And, you know, it was like a big deal and it wasn't a big deal. It's a big deal because I never really allowed myself to spend money on me, like big money, um, which comes from, you know, a lot of times our wounding comes from our parents. Mm. And because my dad spent all his money on things and materials and he made materials his God, I did the opposite. And so I've been that friend that has like, you know, I'm not gonna say how much I have had in my accounts, but a lot. Mm. And you didn't know it. For fucking 10 years, I drove a Prius, like a beat up Prius. 
while I had more money than most people and like a lot. And the point being is like, I gave myself the gift of buying the Tesla and remembering that the Tesla will be trash one day. Hmm. Somebody else will own that or it'll be trash. So it's no different than the Ninja Turtle that I bought when I was <laughs> 13 or 15. Hmm. You know, I think, I think we, we as a society just get too bogged down and, and we make these materials and these ideas about how we should be our God. And the reality is, is like God is in, in the nowness, in the breath, in the here and now. Mm. And so I just keep coming back to that and it opens up worlds for me. Mm. I love that. And that's why it's now and never check it out. So there's a big, deep um, groove in there that really resonates with me. So the Inspired Evolution is currently being mentored by Eckhart Tolle directly to mm. be able to facilitate more work around presence and purpose. And um, mm. yeah, everything you're sharing is, is really dear to my heart. Um, there's something that I want to take deeper than when we're talking about the now and there's uh, just hanging to have this conversation with you is the whole medicine around filling up your own cup. You know, when you're in the mm -hmm. present, you're in the now and, you know, we've, you know, in, even in this call, you're like, you know, tuning into yourselves, tuning into the gift that is life, you know, and just like all mm -hmm. that, that bring like your attention into the present moment and then filling up your own cup. Why? Okay. Let's start with basic bare bones principles. Why is that so important? Mm, yeah. I mean, it's important because <laughs> if, if we don't, who will? Mm. You know, we have an entire mechanism machine called media and social media that's attempting to tell you how you should and why you should buy their thing in order to fill your cup. Uh, and, you know, all of life, as I mentioned, is reaching towards the sun. And what I mean by that is all of life um, wants to produce more of life. Um, we, we can't get out of desire. And so one of those desires, in my opinion, should be to um, shine so bright from the inside out, to fill your cup in such a way that you can give from the overflow, to allow yourself to um, grow to be the greatest version of you possible so that when you get to that day, whenever it is, because none of us know, when you get to that day, that moment, that split second right before you take that last breath, you can say, yep, I left it all out on the field. I gave everything I possibly could to this world, to this life. Like that to me is the, like the ultimate intention, like just to get to that last moment and go, yep. I was, I like rolled that bitch out. Like, yes, I was, I was deep in the pocket, you know? Um, and, and, and that is, you know, we've, we've heard about and read books of the confessions of the people who were on their deathbed and they all say they wish they would have made more mistakes. Yeah. They wish they would have, you know, went a little harder. They wish they would have loved a little more. You know, the stuff that we think matters doesn't matter. Mm. Like 95% of it doesn't matter. What matters is relationship because we come into this world with another we come into this world with another we're born into tribes into families mm. and this idea of the self-made millionaire and i did it all by myself is really bullshit nobody does anything by themselves and none of that stuff really matters if you don't have relationships and if you don't have your own health those two things are more important than everything else i tell my followers and my family all the time if i lost everything I wouldn't really lose everything because there's so many people that I've stood for, that I've been around, that I've played with, that I've held space for, that I've held in, in, in their arms, like that, that I'm rich, like mm -hmm. I'm wealthy beyond measure because I have community and community is everything. Uh, uh, you know, I call it the, the new money. Community is the new currency. Um, and one last thing about this, this, this whole filling of the cup, right? So like the seed contains the blueprint for the entire tree. Mm. What, what makes the difference between a tree that grows, let's say, you know, 50, 60 feet in the air and provides shade and life for other beings and, and a tree that has the same blueprint that grows maybe five feet in the air and dries out and dies mm. is, is the soil that it's planted in. 
because the seed contains the blueprint. It has everything it ever has needed mm. inside of there. But the difference is the soil that it's planted in. And, and I think a lot of us going back to community forget how important it is that we spend time with people and create that's that going back to that loneliness and the depths of despair. People are using drugs and tender and social media and food and everything they possibly can to fill the void. Yeah. To numb out because they're missing the one thing that's most important, which is somebody reaching over and touching their shoulder and saying, I see you. And not only do I see you, but I love you. Mm. And I love you whether you, whether you make all the money in the world or not. I love you. I'm proud of you. You know, I had a client the other day come here and he, he was watching me kiss my son. And I was telling my son I love him. And I was kissing him nonstop. And my son at this point, he like, he knows I'm going to be kissing him. So he like punches me in the face or like puts his hand here. And like, he's like, stop. You know, like he doesn't talk yet, but he's like, dad, seriously. And, and, and my buddy, my, my, my client was saying how, you know, he never remembers a single moment where his dad has told him, I love you mm-hmm. and I'm proud of you. That same client has been on anxiety medication since he was 14. Mm. That same client has experienced high levels of depression since he was 14. So what's the deal? His dad's a doctor. Mm. His mom's an ex-lawyer. He looks like he has everything. They're the perfect white Australian family. And Mm. yet this kid wants to kill himself. Mm. So what's missing? It's It's the thing that I'm providing as his coach. I see you, bro. I don't care what you do. Mm. as long as you remember who you are which is pure love pure light god never made a mistake and he definitely didn't make one with you (laughs) yeah you are the seed Mm. that contains the entire tree and i will be your soil for as long as you need until you remember who you are and create more soil around you such that you become like an aspen grove. You know that aspen groves are like, like on the surface, it's like thousands of trees. But underneath? But it, underneath, it's only one root system, right? This is us. Yeah. This is us all day, every day. It's only one root system. And do you know what happens when an aspen grove, one tree starts to die or get sick? All the other trees send nutrients down mm-hmm. into the ground and over to that tree. I'm going to give you another example of who we are. We're like the African wild dogs. They call them the spotted dogs, where they send out a troop of some of their strongest, like 10 to 15 dogs go out to go hunt. And guess what they do? They keep two to three dogs back to watch the sick, the elderly, and the young. Mm. And then the troop that goes out, they go out and hunt together as a team. And when they eat the impala or whatever they catch, they eat the whole thing, everything they can possibly eat. They're the greatest pack hunters in the wild, period. Mm. They get 80% of their prey every time they go out, right? Mm. So they eat every part of the impala. And then they come back and they all regurgitate. They throw it up into one pile and everybody eats it together. Oh, Like, like what? That's us. That is who we are. Mm. We've just become so distant and separate from each other. And like, like uh, this is the last thing I'm going to say about this and you can take over again. No, please. <laughs> I, I attribute a large, like large amount of my success to the fact that I have done my best to show up for friends, and family, and people who I've never met. There are at least, and this is like actual facts, there are at least maybe 3,000 people in the last two years that would say, hey, I didn't have the you know, thousands of dollars to work with Preston, mm. but he took the time out to send like 12 voice notes to me when I, when I messaged him on Instagram and said I was gonna commit suicide. There are people all over the world Literally in Africa, in India, in Costa Rica, in Panama, all over the world who will say, and if they were listening to this podcast, they'll message you. Hey, that guy did take the time out to be there with me, to support me, 
He gave me tips and tools around social media and how to get my, my stuff out. Like all of this is why I'm so successful. Not because I have some funnel or some fucking crazy hack that makes me better than everybody else. I'm successful because I keep remembering that we are the Aspen Grove. Mm. We are the wild dogs. Mm. Yes, man. And all of that is powered by love. What you were sharing was really profound for me because there was a conversation, almost a couple of things cinching in together in there, which was, you know, you talked about giving yourself permission to embrace that love. And I remember it was about, it's been about five years now and uh, I really started going home and my father's stoic, you know, just mm. old school, beautiful man. His love was in his food. He was a cook and he would share his life with everybody. And the words, I love you, <laughs> were just not in the vocab, you know, it was like a different generation <laughs> cut from a different yep. cloth. And because I started, I moved away, I was starting to live in a different city. Every time I'd get back, I just, whether he liked it or not, I would hug him. But well, I couldn't help myself. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you for like two months. I love the shit out of you. And so I just like, yes. I hug him and I say, I love you. And he was, and he just stand there, you know, he just stand there and accept it and then sort of go on. Yes. And then like yes. after two, three visits, I started rocking up and then like his arms would spread and then he'd be like, he'd be looking forward to the hug. <laughs> Now, the other day, I, I, I rocked up and I was like a bit busy. I was helping him like put on a trailer or something. And he's like, wait, come here. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Like, you're coaching me into the hug. And yes. like, the language, like at the end of the phone call, he'll be like, okay, 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 I love you, okay. And then he'll hang yes, up. Yes, and, so language, yes. and I think that's really profound because what you're sharing is that we are all interconnected and there is, yes. that me is a real life example of giving yourself permission yes. to go up authentically love authentically you with what is yes. in your own cup into your space it does have an impact it may take time for sure you know but yes. the the impact is is totally there preston brother how do you fill up your own cup like what is it is there certain things or is it like you know mm-hmm. what what keeps you connected yeah there's quite a few things but um i think the main ones are stillness mm. like uh I find time and the stillness specifically is in nature. Like I, there's, there's something about like putting my feet in the dirt. There's something about running through the wilderness. I, I do this thing where I, I'll, I'll go somewhere um, and have a plant medicine ceremony by myself mm. and I'll go really, really deep and I'll just run. I'll run through the trees. I'll jump over rocks. I'll, I like, I turn into the most primal version of myself. And I'll do these big primal screams where I scream at the top of my lungs and I beat my chest and I stomp my feet and I throw dirt all in the air and I just allow myself. And I know this is extreme, right? So they, um, not everybody can, has the space to do this or even the wilderness to do this. Um, another thing I do is I go surfing. Uh, mm-hmm. Surfing is like my church. It's like uh, <laughs> where, I go to, where I go to be baptized, you know? Um, uh-huh. And um, listening to audiobooks that fill my cup um, and you know, the self-talk is really big. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of self-talk, you know, I, I, I go through conversations, probably 10 conversations in a day of me just like, yo, you're good, Pete. Like, you're really good. Like, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Right. You can, you can trust, you can let go, you can breathe now. And I'll just talk to myself and, and sometimes I'll laugh at, um, and disassociate myself from the crazy ass voice. Cause there's, there's like the higher self. Mm. This is my belief. And I'm sure you have a similar belief. There's my higher self. And then there's the wounded self. And I can now differentiate and delineate between who's doing the speaking. And so sometimes the wounded self will come in and have a conversation and I'll notice that my body is like clenched. My shoulders are up tight. My breathing has changed. Mm. And and I'll 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 shake it out. And I'll say, mm. I see you, like, <laughs> little fucker, little fucker trying, to, trying to take over. I see you. I caught you. Snuck and, in through the I'll doggy talk. door. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I'll talk to it. I'll talk to the to the wounded self, and I'll disassociate it. Mm. No, it's no longer me now. And I think that's what one of the things that also makes my life amazing is I am not identifying with the crazy ass thoughts that come through my mind sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you a thought that comes up um, probably uh, once every few months. Sometimes I'm driving and I'll see somebody on the side of the road and the thought comes up, run them over. 
Like, how fucking nuts is that? And yet, I don't believe that that is me. I know that that's Grand Theft Auto. I know that that's Terminator and all the other crazy ass movies that I've seen that's trying to come into, they're coming from the collective consciousness. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Yep. Hive mind, group think, right? This collective consciousness thought of like, uh, you know, enacting violence. Mm. And so when, when a thought like that shows up in my space, most people, when the thought like that comes, they go, I'm, I'm crazy, I'm crazy, what's wrong with me? I need to be on drugs, I need to be on medication, there's something wrong with me. What I do is I go, ah, I see you, you little tricky motherfucker. <laughs> you are not me. And I love you so much that I'm going to release you back into the nothingness from which you came. Mm. And I'm going to bring myself back to the truth, which is, why the hell would I do that? That's freaking stupid. Right? And then I just keep driving. And I laugh at it. And that's just one of like hundreds of stupid ass thoughts that pass through. You know, I, I think it's said that we have 50 to 60,000 uh, thoughts per day. Mm-hmm. And of those 50 to 60,000, uh, most of them are repeats from the day before. Mm. And, and so what, I'm, what I try to practice is, is like cutting that in half. Mm. Like, that's what we call it the new thought movement. Can I choose a new thought in this now moment? Like I see it. Oof, I see it. And what's here? Let me choose a new thought. I'm gonna choose a thought that's that's more um in alignment with the truth of my being. And that becomes, you know, spacious and fun and creative and interesting. I'm never bored. I'm never bored because of that. Because this is just like I can just create out of nothingness. My child is a perfect example of this. Literally, he will find anything. A vacuum. Uh, like a toothbrush, it becomes something for him and he just makes it into something and he looks at it and he rebels at it and it, it, like, it morphs, right? Because everything we do is in language, but our languaging comes from our social and historical programming. Mm. And so if you don't believe in the social and historical programming, if you don't believe wholeheartedly in it, meaning all of us were born into beliefs and interpretations. So some people were born into the belief that money is the root of all evil. Some people were born into the belief that black people are dangerous, lazy, and not to be trusted. Some people are born into the belief that Asians can't drive. Some people are born into the belief that uh, you work hard and you die, right? All of this, right? The Ozzy Batla, right? All of, all of this cultural and historical, do you know that, and I'm, I know I'm going fast here, but do you know like that Australia is really like high on the list of domestic violence. Mm. Like th- this sort of macho drinking culture thing is not who you guys are. Mm-hmm. It's what you've inherited based on the convict culture from which this whole thing was created. And so the stiff, stiff upper lip English, you know, the queen sent her, you know, convicts over here. Yeah. And the convicts had their own social and historical programming. And then they created a new culture, which created tall poppy syndrome, which created a space where if you shine too bright in Australia, you will be cut down. Mm-hmm. And so everybody wears these mute, monotone colors, and they, they make sure that they don't have anything bright or they don't shine too big. And if they do, they, don't, they, they sort of dim it down by not talking about it in a particular way. And all of that is social and historical programming that affects your linguistics, which affects your life. Like what if you really pull this whole thing back and pull far enough back, you may look and go, do I still choose this? Is this really my choice or is this Australia's choice? Because I am bigger than Australia. I'm bigger than the States. I'm bigger than wherever I'm living right now. I'm bigger than the church that I was born into. I'm bigger than the, than the idea that money is the root of all evil. Like hear me guys, if you, if you let this land, your whole life will change. Your whole life will change. This is one of my favorite quotes. I was reading a book called The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. And in that book, it was like page 549 or something like that. In that book, it said to get your questions answered and your answers questioned. And that questions answered and your answers questioned. That to me is why I'm able to see beyond what most people can because i ask another question and google god google and god 
work very similarly. If you ask Google, why am I so fat? Google will bring you articles as to why that is the case. If you ask God, isness, Buddha, Krishna, Jesus, Allah, if you ask it, why am I so ugly? Why, don't, why does it never work out for me? It has to answer. It, and the answer is always yes. And you can't have what you want, but you may experience what you have. And so in that moment, when you're asking from lack and limitation, when you're asking from scarcity, when you're asking from not enoughness, what you're saying to the universe, to isness, to the perfection that is you, is I am not enough. And God says, and so it is. Hmm. Mm. That is hitting so hard for me right now. I don't know if this is resonating for you guys, but it's just a reminder. Mm. Absolutely. There's, um, mm. there's something I want to talk to there and there, which is basically I had this profound realization, which, you know, sometimes I just, I have some of the profoundest in, uh, in realizations, just like linguistics is a big part of our lives and uh, just words. Sometimes words just blow me away. Right. So what you were sharing about thinking and how we have so many recycled thoughts, often we think we're thinking, but there's actually a word I'd like to just introduce into our vernacular, which is mentation. Right. Yes. And mentation is literally just stale thought. So every time you actually yes. think you're thinking, I, I had this moment where I was like, oh my God, I think, I think, but what I do is mentate. I don't, I don't think, I just spend all my time mentating. I'm not actually yeah. thinking. Thinking is something fresh, what you call new thought, fresh thought. Yes. That is massive, bro. And so I just wanted to tuck that in there because what I really wanted to talk to is, you know, this, this whole idea can be a bit spooky for some people, but the truth is that we're a lot more like lemmings than we ever thought we were. Um, <laughs> You know, I kind of look at it like we take on so much through contagion. And if you don't think like, okay, I'm just going to call it the, the metaphor for what it is. We're like antennas, right? We actually take on yeah. thoughts based on what's going on in the ether around us, right? And if you don't believe this mm -hmm. at work, obviously the context is different, but you're thinking different things. When you're at home, you're thinking different things. When you're at your partner's parents' house, you're thinking different things. When you're in nature, running, being wild, right? You're thinking different things. Your environment the ether around you, you pick up mm -hmm. so much information in that environment that you're not even aware <laughs> of, right? And you are like an antenna. Now, the work and filling up your own cup, I liken that stuff, what we were sharing about before, as being priming the antenna, you know, like mm -hmm. how, what can I channel into this, you know, and then like priming. So like that stillness that you refer to, that time in nature, I'm now spending more time picking up these frequencies, which is self-serving. So now when I'm yes. back in this jungle, the concrete jungle, I'm tuned into more, hey, what is more self-serving? Because I've spent time in self-serving frequencies as opposed to mm -hmm. like staying in the density of this and being like, okay, and in all the noise and all that sort of stuff. I think that's really important. Really, really important. Yes. Yes, bro. This is, it's, it's the distinction between default and design, mm. right? Most of my life, I'm 39 years old. Most of my life, I was living by default. I was living what a black person from LA lives. I was living a default life. And w once I had my awakening that came from not wanting to die and that opened up the up, opened up the portal right and it's it's no it's no coincidence that it was my heart right my heart of all things was the thing that was sh breaking and shutting down on me and so when i opened up the portal and looked and had another look at life in itself i began to see the default programmings and and go okay well if that's default i'm going to design mm. and declare a new life and, and a declaration doesn't need evidence. A declaration is prophesying about what's to come. And the universe, God, Buddha, Allah, Jesus, Krishna always says, yes, I'm going to repeat these same things over and over and over again. So it really lands for you guys. We prophesy, right? I've said this in different ways. Speak what you seek until you see what you said. I was prophesying. I, de I declared a new life and they began to design a new life. And did it happen overnight? No. And yes. Oof, divine dichotomy. No, it did not happen overnight. And yes, it did. Because in any given moment where you choose love, where you choose the frequency and the soil of goodness, of truth, of light, of alignment, you are in that moment experiencing the fullness, the great fullness of life. And that is no different whether you're in a mansion or you're in a shack. 
Neither one is different. The universe does not know size. An ant and an elephant are the same to God. And so, oof, let it land, guys. I'm getting so pumped over here. I'm going to jump out of my skin right now. This stuff changes everything, bro. I feel you on the mentation and I feel you on the, the default living and choosing to prime that antenna in such a way. And I just want to play off your metaphor for a second because, you know, we're doing this thing now. So, <laughs> so, so, so like, you know, um, my cell phone, right? So my cell phone, um, I used to live in this uh, sort of like five-story building. Mm-hmm. And I would be on my phone and then I would get on the elevator. And the further down I went, the less the signal, the less I could get anything out. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of us are, are spending time in, in, in the basement. And my call to myself, to you, and to the whole world is to keep your conversations upstairs. Because if you keep your conversations and your consciousness upstairs, you're closer to the signal, the tower can, can get there. And then, and, then, and then you can recharge on the fifth floor. You don't have to recharge all the way at the bottom. You hear what I'm saying, brother? Yeah, I know you do. Totally, <laughs> totally. Wow, thank you. That is beautiful. That is beautiful, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. um yeah, there's there's so much to talk to in there. But in the interest of grounding some of the actionable stuff for the listeners like when we're talking yep. about love you know like there is so much to embody um and there are so mm-hmm. many resistant pieces like you know like i okay let's just let's just be upfront. you know we've got preston smiles traveling around the world speaking and the reason you're getting employed to speak because you stand in your truth and you stand for love right but mm-hmm. how many people are doing that and that's what makes you unique and that's what makes you valuable in this space right mm-hmm. but it takes mm-hmm. a fuckload of courage to go hey I'm going to embrace that. I'm going to be yes. that. You know what I mean? So there are a lot of people yep. that see that and are inspired by that, but there's still all these resistant pieces. Is there anything to support people on their journey with that brother that you could offer this? thousand percent. Number one, and I've said it 10 different ways and I'll say it again. Hmm. Soil. The soil is the environment. So if you want to get off the couch, if you want to stop bullshitting and sitting on the sidelines and thinking about this life that you know you want and, and that you're, you're excited to experience, Hire a coach, get a mentor, get in an environment where people call you forward and will not allow you to play small anymore. That's one. Number two, before you even do that, it takes risk. And so what I do all the time is I say, buy when. I put a date on it and I put it in my calendar. So I say, okay, out of all the things I could do to get skin in the game, what's the one that's the scariest? And whatever that is, I'm going to put it in my calendar and then I'm going to tell people. And I usually tell people on social media because it backs me in a corner. If I say it's going to happen, then it's got to happen, right? So I put skin in the game. I tell people and I put it in my calendar and I literally begin to set my life up that way. I was a surf school instructor. I was a surf school instructor who knew that this was coming. I'm a millionaire, bro. And I was a surf school instructor. It was my own surf school and I had other instructors, but I was pretty much what you would call broke. Most of my life, I, I, like, I didn't make it more than $60,000 until I turned 33. And then at that point, and guess what I, what I did? I moved in with my mom. I took a few steps back to take a hundred steps forward. I sold everything I had. I moved in with my mom and I said, in six months, I'm jumping. Mm-hmm. And I fucking went in the gym. Most of you guys are working out your booties and your arms and your abs. Work out your language. Yeah. Work out, use that money, use that money to invest in your personal growth. Mm-hmm. Use that money. And you know, like we spend so much time, like people think, and I'm going to say this, elevation requires separation. And what that means is, is you don't get to, you, you don't get to remain the same, think the same thoughts hang with the same people, do the same shit you do every day, drink every other weekend or whatever the case may be, swipe through Tinder and just have sex with anybody who thinks you're pretty and then also get the stuff you say you want. Elevation requires separation. So if you want what you say you truly want, you're going to have to separate from that old life. Your old life is going to cost you your new one Mm -hmm. and vice versa. And so that's the game. We get to actually really pull back and say, what needs to be cut? This is the tangible thing. What needs to be cut out of my life such that 
I began to create an environment where the things I say I want are on their way. Mm. Yep. Mm. Profound. Thank you so much for sharing that, brother. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm aware that, uh, you know, I could talk to you forever. (laughs) (laughs) Some cosmic level, we probably have been talking forever. Uh, (laughs) um, But in the interest of of tying it out, um, you know, and just being respectful of your time, for those that really want to connect in with Preston, what is the best way for them to come across your work? I know the bridge experience happens up north a lot, um, but yeah, tell us Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, you can just go to Preston Smiles on Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube, or PrestonSmiles.com, and it sort of will lead to all those things. Uh, we come to Australia once a year and do a few workshops. I have another one coming up called Unleash the Beast. That one's only for men. Uh, yeah. We've done the bridge ones uh, in Gold Coast, Melbourne, um, and uh, Brisbane over the last couple of years, and, and we'll come back. Uh, in 2020 and do it all over again but uh, for those of you who catch this in time if you want to and you're a man you want to come to unleash the beast uh, definitely find it on my on my pages but outside of that just stay in touch like uh, I I really do appreciate tribe and you know I I see you guys as family not necessarily followers and so uh, if you're on Instagram you know follow me there at Preston Smiles and uh, we'll we'll be in touch Awesome, brother. And um, for those tuning in, um, Unleash the Beast is men's work. Um, and I just want to give a quick little shout out for a long time. You know, I look at masculine and feminine as a whole conversation and I don't really buy into too much of it. But what I've learned is that what is masculine is basically freedom seeking and what is feminine is basically love seeking. And I kind of had this challenge around men's and men's only work because I'm a man similar to person that's operated by love. And so it's like a feminine man, you know, man with a feminine operating system looking for love rather than freedom. And in their shadows, that masculine like freedom can be fleeting and that shadow of like, you know, woman love can be like suffocating. But I have to say getting yourself to men's work, like I never, I never do. I never went. I just completely avoided it like the plague. Mm-hmm. And then some of the most profound stuff has happened to me literally this coming weekend me and uh, 13 of some of my dearest brothers are going to go spend some time doing men's work in a retreat. So it's profound. Yep. I highly, highly advocate it. Cannot stand behind it enough. So I'll be looking into your work as well, brother, and seeing if there's an opportunity to come along and kick some dirt together. And uh, For sure. <laughs> just lastly, my last question, and by no means my least question, just we always tie it out on this, is beyond the skin suit beyond the name, beyond the work, you know, it's metaphysical in its nature. Who is Preston? Mm. <laughs> light, <laughs> light and more light, all of it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you so much again for your brother, for your time here today, for all the work that you've put into yourself and just wishing you all the best for the future ahead, brother. So much love. Hey Tribe, thanks for tuning in to another fun, enlightening episode of the Inspired Evolution. I've been loving all the feedback and personal stories of love, uh, health and growth. Your feedback and stories are incredibly welcome. The easiest way to connect with me is via my website, which is www.amrit-sandu.com. You can leave me a message or a comment. It's one of my highest values to connect, so I love to connect and love to hear from you. You can also find me on Facebook, Amrit Sandu. And if the content has been resonating with you, you can help the Inspired Evolution out in a big way by liking the YouTube channel, subscribing to the Inspired Evolution, or the Facebook page, like that please, at the Inspired Evolution, or by leaving a review on iTunes if you're on an Apple device. And also, if the Inspired Evolution episodes are inspiring an evolution within you, or you can feel the inspiration is valuable for your team to evolve to the next level, you can head on over to www.amrit-sandu.com to see how the Inspired Evolution can help you and your team thrive. Much love, tribe. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.